0: Welcome to the Dr. Funk Podcast. On this week's show, we discuss the Purple Rain panel discussion, the fan memorial at the Roxy, Paisley Park tours, the upcoming Revolution shows, the new Brother Jules remix experience, Ida Nielsen's new album, the MTV VMAs, and much more. And now, he's so, so, so functified. Dr. Funk pa Barry.
1: What is going on, everyone? Welcome to the Dr. Funk podcast, along with producer Chris. Please make sure to like us on iTunes, leave a review, share us all over social media, twitter.com slash Dr. Funkenberry, the Facebook fan page. Right now, we are in the top 30 of iTunes music podcast. Thank you guys so much. We can only get even higher With your love and support by leaving reviews and getting that stuff out there. Uh, Make sure Ida, who kicks off our show every week, her new album is out now entitled Turn It Up. Make sure to purchase it and turn it up. And what we're going to do now before we get deep, because if you thought, well, we actually did get pretty deep last week. And it seems like you guys liked it. We're going to get deep again because we have to. But right now we're going to kick the flow with a brand new track by DJ Brother Jules. Here's a thousand hugs and kisses on the Dr. Funk podcast. Uh, A little bit of that Biggie vibe up in there. You hear that? All right, y'all. So we're going to be talking about a few things today. Uh, we kind of gave you a little bit of a heads up, just like we did with uh, the Minnesota Wild adding Let's Go Crazy into their uh, playlist for when a goal is scored at their home games. So now like when you're watching your hockey team that you like play Minnesota Wild, you may want to tune in so you can hear Let's Go Crazy when a goal is scored. We talked about last week that uh, Paisley Park uh, most likely is going to be opening and doing tours and all this stuff. And lo and behold, that announcement was made and tickets for that already went on sale. We're going to discuss that. We also have, we went to a Purple Rain screening last night that had a costume designer there that had the director, Albert Magnoli, Bob Cavallo, who was one of the people that managed prints during the Purple Rain era, actually from like what people call the genius years, basically. And also Jerome Benton was there, Jill Jones, and special guest Apollonia Cotero. Yeah, that was pretty amazing. And then there was a special event at the Roxy as well. Plus, we're going to talk about a little bit of Chris Brown drama. He's back with the drama again. And also the MTV Video Music Awards, which should have been titled The BMAs for all that booty. All right. But now let's get serious to just let you guys know we're not trying to make you cry. We're just trying to be real with you. So I really think with how, how real we were being with people last week, Chris, that Lipton Tea should have been sponsoring us because I think people were <laughs> spilling tea all over the place. Yeah, and dude, deep. that's just how it has to be. That's all I'm going to say.
0: Well, you're keeping it real.
1: And yeah. we're going to get into it. And we kind of got into it uh, through text messages this week over uh, Paisley Park. You're kind of happy about it, and I kind of not. <laughs> long story short, we're going to get into it. Of course, um, you know, as long as if it helps the fans, and for other reasons, I'm behind it. We're going to get into why I'm talking like that. So, you know, we all, I knew it was coming, got paperwork on it. You know, there, it kind of went on the radar the Friday before all that news broke of Prince's clothes being found on, back, on backwards and then the Percocet, pills were mislabeled. Uh, the company, Newcore Media, who runs Graceland now, um, signed a four-year deal with Bremer Trust, which is handling stuff for the family, to run Paisley Park for the next four years. They will be doing tours, which will last about ninety minutes. You have two hours to be inside Paisley, so you have a half hour basically to use the bathroom, pick up a few merch merchandise items, a brochure, a tour program. These things that that will cost you for the grand price of thirty eight dollars and fifty cents. Now for a VIP tour, um, that's a hundred dollars. And someone said hundred dollars is Doctor Funkenberry giving the tour. Uh, <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> um, not doing that. Maybe after the four years pass, so we'll revisit it. Um, and there are going to be making some additions to Paisley. See, all these years, Paisley Park never had numbers on the building. They just had the seven eight zero one Audubon mm-hmm. Road on sign. on the street. Yeah, right. on the road sign. Now it, their numbers are on Paisley. They had that added in. It says seven eight zero one now. I wonder why. Well, apparently it's a code. That it's a fire code that needed to be happened. But when Prince was with us, it didn't need to be recognized. So, you know, there was a lot of mixed reaction to Paisley Park being opened. I know um, that we talked kind of like before the show, one of the reasons that you were happy about it is that you'll finally be able to take your, your kids, your daughters to Paisley Park. So why is this important to you that it's open and why are you happy about it?
0: Yeah. well, And I'm kind of thinking of it from the fans perspective of just the fact that now we'll be able to go and take our family members, people that normally wouldn't go. Now it's going to be a tourist destination, which there's obviously ups and downs to that. Uh, reading some of the articles about what Memphis has become because of Graceland, mm-hmm. there's basically just rows and rows of restaurants and tchotchke souvenir shops with everything with Elvis's face. Unfortunately, that's what we're going to get in Chanhassen. Well, you
1: saw that they're, that they're, they, they have preliminary plans to, if it sells the way they assume it's going to sell true that they want to add property for hotels and possibly an apartment complex, uh, Guys, if you're hearing this out there, uh, if Chris can think of it or whatever, uh, is there any songs? What they can call Hotel 319? Is there any songs that kind of like Prince mentions a hotel or something in it? Uh, Not sexy MF. You guys hear the podcast? Send me up on Twitter about it. But um, you know, with Elvis, she had Heartbreak Hotel. So (laughs) the cheesiness thing. There you go for the hotel. Um, but yeah, but
0: I kind of got off track, but yeah, from the van's perspective, there aren't many people that did go through Paisley park in the days of the celebration. We were lucky enough to be there. So yeah, I'm kind of jaded to the fact that, okay, I've already done it, but think of the thousands and millions of people that
1: haven't. And another thing is like some people from Chicago would make the trek if they got enough warning of a Paisley park after dark dance party. Um, you didn't really have too much of a warning if you lived in London or Australia or California. Right. So this time you get to go with the plans. Of course, people are hoping it'll be around the October 13th concert where right now the only official item that we have is mint condition has been added. You know, it was announced in Minneapolis. I found a link and. Thanks to the guy who, when Prince was here, jacked all my links and posted it as his own and now is doing it when he's not here, which is even more disrespectful. But whatever. I digress. It's just about keeping the fans involved, but just let it be. I've said it was announced on Minneapolis radio, and, and that was it. I found the link. The main thing is is just... Be real, because then it's misinformation and people think you have the info. And I've said straight up, you know, it's just kind of weird to me that when now we're in the 40-day mark and only mint condition has been announced, no one else. And, uh, you know, we, we hear rumors, you know, people saying Sheila E, the revolution, yada, yada, yada. I think we'll have more of an idea after the revolution shows this weekend. I'm not too positive on stuff. I really wish that there was more acts announced I know people have kind of hit me up. Should I buy my plane tickets right. for October 13th and do the Paisley tour? I mean, if you want to do the Paisley tour about the concert, hold off. If you can reserve hotels, you can cancel plane tickets. Not so much. Right. And then back to the Paisley stuff, because there are ideas that we expressed. Yeah. We the talked show,
0: about on the, oh, on the podcast.
1: People had a lot of, a lot of ideas. What I figured we should have is yeah. have it ever changing, ever evolving, unreleased videos, you have a, a sound engineer in the studio playing unreleased tracks, like whether it was the Lana show, the last show he made before his passing or other things. I don't just want it to be an empty studio. So look, guys, you have a few weeks to get the tour, right? You don't have to give me credit. I mean, the, the people on Twitter sure don't. So <laughs> let, let's uh, do it for the best, best interest of the fans. Let's have a sound engineer in there playing uh, tracks that that were soundboard recording some other stuff so when the fans go there they have something else to look forward to on these videos i don't just want to go this is the sound stage where prince performed and he'd have this the the dance parties here and this is the other one where they have candace springs perform and other acts, the MPG Q orchestra yeah you know mpg jazz all these things um let's have other things there let's stay away from the elevator Um, I haven't seen any talk about the urn, so thank God for that. Uh, The only construction that they plan on doing for the next four years on Paisley, aside from hopefully building apartments, is they're definitely going to be redoing how you enter and exit Paisley. They're going to be adding another 90 parking spots, and they're even letting it be known of, hey, if there's a lot of people, we're going to double park your car or whatever.
0: I'm shocked that they're not going to have an off-site parking lot and shuttling people.
1: Maybe they'll get into that later. Remember, they might he did own land around him, so they might be doing that at a later time.
0: You know, I did read about um, you're only going to be allowed to enter the gates like an hour before or something. I, right. Let me see if I can see it. We've got the, the site up here. Um, trying to see if we can find what it where it says the details about everything. But I did read somewhere, too, that you're only allowed to stay 10 minutes after your tour is over to mingle. That it's not, it's not, it might be two hours total time, but that you have to leave within 10 minutes after your, uh, your tour is over, hmm. which is pretty crazy. And I am saying here, children under five are not permitted. So maybe they're not the entire family can go.
1: Well, your family can. Mine can. Unless there's something is there an announcement you want to make with <laughs> God, anyway. no. Um,
0: geez. And they're non-refundable. That's crazy too. They're trying to get that money.
1: Yeah, That's the way to do it is you yeah. plan trips and you can't. Do oh, it. this is the his. part
0: that I that, you know, as as happy as I am for everything, mm-hmm. why does it say tour ticket purchases are non refundable? Tickets and tours are subject to the city of Chanhassen approval. Does that mean that they haven't even gone through everything yet? No,
1: what it means is, say there is a humongous snowstorm there, or the weather is pretty dangerous. They're going to put They'll it the park on lockdown. I got gotcha, you. Yeah. Okay. Because that kind of scared me. It almost said, yeah, the city has to still approve this. But, hey. It was approved. Okay. They had everything run through the mayor and whatnot to make it official. And I just wish the family was all on the same page from day one. Because there were other companies that were making offers. One that he was really working on making a museum. Yes, it was he did want it to be a museum, but there are certain things that he wanted. He was going to have different murals up. He was going to have different things. Um, you know, now it's not the same. And they were only going to be taking 25% of the cut, but it would have been after the tour started happening when the money was being made. Right. The reason that the Graceland people were chosen is uh, interesting enough, got to love America. Sorry for the foreign people, because this is going to confuse the heck out of you the new core new core media, which runs Graceland is bankrupt. So they have <laughs> to handle everything in cash. Gotcha. So here it is. They signed a four year deal with Paisley. It saves their butts. They don't, the, all the people that they owe money to, they don't have to do it because chapter, they filed chapter they're 11, protected. so it saves them. Yeah. So they're able to give the money that they have to Paisley, to the family, which needs it now because remember just for May and June alone, Lawyer costs were two point one million. And again, it that doesn't count July or August. Good and remember, they had to have they help they were fighting with Manuela to keep the divorce documents sealed. So that's lawyer fees as well to have a lawyer there to stop the Tribune from getting her divorce papers unsealed, which is going to happen within the next twenty days. Yay. Ugh. Yeah, just yeah. terrible. It's just the whole thing is, is just, they get the money up front. They get the stuff. But again, you could had people that were not involved, uh, the MPG publishing, you could have been, you know, having Questlove play Prince music for every single guest that comes out for a month, have a Prince song played and charged him 250 to 500,000 per song. He's working with NBC's budget. And we all know when Conan O'Brien was trying to screw over NBC when they tried him out the Tonight Show, he wasted $10 million on a song before from the Stones. So, yeah, it can be done. And then you have Sean. And we talked about this before. Shonda Rhimes, Spike Lee. There have been other artists that will want to use music and they could have found other ways to get the money. That's me thinking I'm not the lawyer handling everything. I just don't understand why these things aren't being considered, but I know that other deals are being brokered, but that's not my business. Again, this show is being brought to you by Lipton Ice Tea. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
0: I found, um, found a couple things I was looking for about Paisley Park. Uh-huh. Uh, it says that ticket holders will only be permitted entry to the Paisley Park parking lot 20 minutes prior to their tour start time. So that's how they're going to control the, um, the flow of traffic inside the Paisley Park gates, I guess. But can you imagine? That's going to be – no one's going to know that <laughs> unless it's printed on the ticket, I guess. Well, and here's the other thing too. There's no walk-up tickets. Everything is done via online. Maybe that will change down the road. But for now, you have to buy your ticket online. You can't just show up and uh, try to get in the tour. And I can see that being a problem for some travelers. Um, but the one that really blew my mind was that, um, that ticket holders must depart within 10 minutes following the completion of their tour. You know, there's going to be people that are going to be hiding. I don't know how they're going to police that, but I guess they, they can't have people just milling around in the soundstage. I just assume that the end is going to be the soundstage. I don't know where the merch booth and all that's going to be. It just kind of makes sense to have everything filter through into the soundstage.
1: Where the we'll merch out. booth and the soundstage. Um,
0: yeah, oh man. I know. Isn't it weird to even say that? It's going to be weird going back. That's that's, why I can't go back right I know. That's the hard part. And I know Jay Jay wants them to take their time and to do it right. right? And they can't. They They don't have that luxury
1: now. Yeah, they have to open up now. And again, that's what I'm saying is I wanted what he wanted. And I knew what he wanted. There's other people that knew what he wanted. And the thing is he did want a museum, but he wanted different aspects. But again, they can't do that. We can't let the government control over Paisley because money is owed. And if it helps – the fans I'm for it right I gotta be and then speaking of Minneapolis and things going on um, the revolution shows are this weekend at First Avenue in Minneapolis Minnesota you will be right now going to two of them we will be having other people as well go to them and Questlove is going to be DJing it there's also going to be a dance party uh, after the revolution show Saturday night that'll More tickets were available, too, that opened up, interestingly enough. They went quick, too. Yeah. And the Revolution started giving interviews. Now, people were upset the Tribune gave the interview. Now, I can tell by the timeline of things, or they gave the interview to the Tribune, I should say. By the timeline of things, the interview was done before the Tribune talked about the clothes being on backwards and the Percocet. And all that. So the interview was done then. You know, they brought up stuff. They were they said that they weren't at the Memorial of paisley, which is true. Some people are saying that they were invited. I know that they were invited to the LA Memorial and they were there. Um, Wendy gave a very beautiful speech about how they met. We talked about on the show before. Go back and listen to the other podcast if you need to. They're always entertaining. But um the show's I think as much as fun as people thought it was going to be I think it's kind of settling in that when those chords to purple rain hit <sighs> uh, there is going to be some tears falling big time yep now I know you were generally excited for the revolution shows and first avenue going back to minneapolis they're actually being good weather Um, it's going to be 80 degrees or like 70 high seventies. Oof. But now thinking about the songs that they're going to perform and how it's probably going to be an emotional thing that you probably do need. How are you feeling about that a little bit? Is it as much excitement as you had? Or is there a little bit of like, there's going to be a little bit of an emotional. No, it's whole. This is,
0: uh, I knew it was going to be emotional before I watched purple rain last night. But it's kind of weird to watch Purple Rain and say, in three days, I'm going to be seeing that band on that stage without that man in front of them. And it's going to be heartbreaking. So it's, it's bittersweet. And I've been talking with friends. It's just going to be, it's going to be bittersweet. It's going to be great to be able to go to Minneapolis to see all the different friends, to see the revolution perform these songs. But it's going to be just like what they said in that interview. You know, they're just not going to have their. Yeah, you know, the the hub, the the maestro. I forgot the word that Wendy said, but it's going to be. There's the gonna main be, reason. Yeah, the main reason. It's it's
1: it. Uh. And it wasn't weird because we saw a Rain We'll get into that. But last night when they weren't saying "Please welcome Prince of Revolution" like they were on tours, it was just how it is in the movie, ladies and gentlemen. Please welcome the Revolution. Yeah, and that's how it's going to be from now on.
0: That's when I'm going to start crying. <laughs> They're going to say. Ladies and gentlemen, the revolution. And that's going to be it. And I'm just going to be a mess the whole night. I so know So even that.
1: the opening hordes of Let's Go Crazy aren't going to help everything? Nope. <laughs> nope. Okay. <laughs> I kind of hope. No, I'll be okay. I think I'll be excited. Kind of hope because I heard this. Because when Dove's Cry was really hard to play during the Purple Rain Tour and yeah. Prince did not like how it sounded live. It didn't
0: sound good live. No.
1: Um. There's a rehearsal out. Not going to be like Albert Magnolia and say, I'm the only one who has a copy. There's a rehearsal out. <laughs> From the last um, Purple Rain show, Miami eighty five. Not last Purple Rain. Sh- last Purple Rain show of the tour, Miami eighty five. Yep. They do when Doves cry at the seven minute mark. On it's just funky. It's believe it's Matt a jam, right? on the keyboards. It's just yeah. funky. Like yeah. they need to incorporate that in the whoa, whoa 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 whoa. Again, now you guys know why I talk about music and not do it. <laughs> you said it, Doc. Not hey. me. It's it's the truth. I can I can write. Ballads that'll be number one in six jams, but uh, me singing it, not gonna happen in this lifetime. But I digress, it should be an interesting time. I want them to do that version of when Doves Cry. I do think it would be smart to play some songs that the revolution did perform, but say were never released. Say Roadhouse Garden, say Splash, say Our Destiny, and a little bit of a A little bit of G Spot instrumental. You know, certain things that they rehearsed, Mm. but never say released.
0: Would we dare get an instrumental version of Electric Intercourse? Uh, Could you imagine?
1: And also with that, you're going to be having Andre Simone there and Des Dickerson. Yes. So you finally get to see Des Dickerson maybe do Modern Air at First Avenue. Okay. (laughs) Right there. (laughs) That'd be good. Oh, that'd be so awesome. I kind of like that. Oh, to be a modern air. Uh-oh. Modern air, modern air. Anyway, man, my stove was so old from the 80s. My stove on top of it, the hood, it was called the modern air. Like, for <laughs> real. I'm like, is that where you got the song from? Like, ladies and gentlemen, in the 80s, they were called the modern airs. In the year 2000s plus, they are all called the millennials. So <laughs> were the modern airs, the original millennials, things that make you go... Hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah it's gonna be
0: it's gonna be amazing and they did say that apollonia um is going to be a special guest so hopefully you know could could we ever get a sex shooter
1: no I, uh, I doubt she'll perform she did take me with you at the family jam in 2003 oh that's right hey but i don't think she's gonna do that tonight or that night i should say speaking of uh wanting to take apollonia with you that outfit she wore last night as a surprise guest to the Purple Rain screening. I guess. You know, I was going to I was gonna mention that too. That outfit was. Colorful. Was, Apollonia is colorful in a whole different way. From the <laughs> there, moment that she was on the big screen. You know what
0: I thought? I said, so, I thought to myself, there's not many outfits that can make her Purple Rain outfit that she was wearing on the back of the bike and, uh, you know, getting in and out of that knot. Lake Minnetonka, but this outfit was, uh, that was the, yeah, it made it look pretty, pretty conservative, huh? Uh, It was... There was a lot of tape, a lot of tape and a lot of glue. (laughs) Keeping stuff in there. It was pretty awesome. She looked beautiful. But to be honest,
1: she looked beautiful. Amazing. I'm not going to argue with you on that. (laughs) I mean, I was at the Reception thing beforehand, and I knew that she was going to be there. That was one of the surprises. And mm-hmm. like, just these cameras came out of nowhere. It was like the freaking cream video, we're like walking through the, the train station, and they just pop up. But Apollonia just she posed and stuck her chest out, like which you weren't able to see on the, the panel. Sorry, I went away from the mic, but I had to do a little <laughs> pose thing. Um, Apollonia's apples, I don't care if they're real, I don't care if they're enhanced. But it was just like seeing it on a big screen for the first time. Yeah. Um, anyway,
0: yeah, she looked great.
1: At the reception, Van Jones was there. I talked with him for a minute. Manuela, who put the event together, and also an event that was at the Roxy earlier in the day, which we'll get to after this. Um, she was there Eric, with her husband, Eric Benet. Yep, Eric Benet. <laughs> Ellie Reed was there with either his son or new artist. Nelson George, the critic who was there a lot of you hardcore Prince fans will know that Nelson George is someone that followed Prince throughout his entire career? Gave him good reviews until around Purple Rain and around the world in a day and parade, where Prince said he lost his blackness and kind of like Prince's response to that during the Purple Rain era after the We Are the World fiasco. When someone said he lost it, he goes, See these cufflinks. That's kind of way, the way, like, they cost money. You know, he was getting that Purple Rain rock money. But Nelson George was a critic that wrote him hard, saying that he's no longer a black artist and all these things. That pissed Prince off to where that's one of the reasons why the Black Album was created. And there's a track on there called Bob George. Bob George, the inspiration for that song, is Nelson George, that critic. Oh, damn. And he yeah. was there. He was there. Wow. I didn't he know. He was that. there. That's cool. I just wanted to go, hey Bob, what's up? <laughs> anyway.
0: It wasn't Bob Cavallo, I guess.
1: No, but that was Bob Cavallo, but he meant for Bob I meant yeah. for Bob George right. for Nelson George. Yeah. Wow. There was other people there. Jill Jones was there and she was on the panel as well. Jerome Benton was there, who mm-hmm. was on the panel. I saw Kat Glover was in the audience.
0: Right? She was there. Sure. <laughs> I didn't even know it was her. Until after. And, um, she
1: was excited to be there. I'm sure she was. That's fantastic. Where was Tony M? He was on screen. Up Which in the balcony. True. Right? Little um, known fact. With Damon Dixon and Dr. Kirk. Yep. yep. All three of
0: them were up in the balcony. The When they're uh, dancing, they're up in the balcony doing their thing. Yeah. That's the Game Boys.
1: So, now, they had the panel. They had everyone discussed it. The panel was before the movie. The panel on the list that i got was supposed to run 22 minutes <laughs> no way and that's why you saw on the, the people on the side yeah, creeping to up. escort them off as it slowly got past an hour of it it was an
0: hour and 22 at least
1: now they get they get everyone out jerome's out like there's this one lady from the audience that's stopping everyone to hug them the the designer uh the costume designer mm-hmm. who did the costumes for purple rain and a few other things for prince was there made very his nice look. sweet lady she was
0: awesome she's you know. the one that made that look that's it was pretty uh pretty special
1: and one of the talk. questions that she was asked kind of like from Jerome, why not how do you uh did he ever have trouble playing the guitar with those ruffles like he never get stuck he's like he never complained about it never no nope. <laughs> you know going for that 17th century look um then they said, oh, we have a surprise guest, which we just talked about. That was Apollonia came out and she was kind of like the centerpiece, which I don't know if that sat well with everyone that was on the panel. By the way, did I mention this podcast is brought to you by Lipton Iced Tea? It comes in cans. <laughs> just want to put just, that out there.
0: You think somebody might have been a, a little drinking a little
1: Haterade? Just a little bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. it it was kind of apparent anyway. Um, but they shared a lot of great stories. Now, if you ever read the let's go crazy book by the author, that name is mm-hmm. escaping out Alan light, who we kind of wanted to have on the show before, before I had this podcast and just like, unless you knew him, knew him, you weren't going to get on. And whatever, dude. All right. That's got the ears of the people that want to have it, but okay. Uh, in the book, Albert Magnolia is in it and he tells stories and then always afterwards, There's Bob Cavallo in the book going, oh, Magnolia loves to exaggerate. So to see that in the book and then Magnolia is telling these stories and Bob Bob is right next to him and saying, ah, he's like, Albert tells great stories, but here's what really happened. Or here's another side (laughs) to the story.
0: I love, though. And he would always say, I don't remember.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, and then another thing that bothered me. Just because, like, you know, Prince wanted me to write a book with him. And now I understand why he wanted me to do the book. Because a lot of hardcore Prince fans know there was a show at First Avenue in 1983 where a bunch of tracks from Purple Rain were recorded. Now, quick, guys, on Twitter, hit me up. How many songs that were played that night ended up on the Purple Rain soundtrack? Because the panel didn't know. Does so right. that bother me? I'm not going to answer it. I'm going to let you guys answer it. This is going to be an interactive podcast. So they didn't know. What also bothered me, Albert saying, oh, I know exactly when it was. This happened. It was at this time, blah, blah, blah. It was this date. So certain. It's this. This happened. This was going on in my life. August 8th. Uh, it was August 3rd. And I'm not giving you a five-day pass
0: oh you that dude
1: yeah yeah there was someone from the crowd that corrected him they got it wrong because someone from the crowd said that oh this is before prince did seven nights of the form which the purple rain tour was seven nights and that's what they were trying to talk about was purple rain and someone yelled out Twenty nights nights of the form
0: that was skipped a few generations ahead That was 2011 and then
1: the panel guy oh you're that dude huh
0: that was a marcus miller the the bassist bass and composer that was moderating. It was hilarious. Hilarious. Yeah. The moderators were good. Re- uh, Reggie Hudlin. House party. I mean, yeah. come on.
1: Everything was just great. And they told these background stories of like when doves cry. Yes. Like, you know, I need a song for this point in the movie. That's what Albert says happened. You know, not that Prince remade made it. The thing that bothers me is, is they said Prince wrote his house. Prince recorded it at Sunset Sound. I don't know if it was recorded at house, but I know that he did it within a day at Sunset Sound Studios. So if now he's saying they did it at his house. I mean, there was a two-day process, which I'm not so sure about. And He could be
0: misremembering a little bit, maybe
1: making it more important than what he is. No disrespect. Sure. Like, like Prince really asked him, "Should I add bass to the song?" <laughs> when there was no bass in it, right? Uh, Prince meant for there to be no bass, and it. it wasn't like, oh, you think there should be bass? Do you yeah. I, I, ask him I know, knew I was forgetting something. I know Bob was kind of like, the first time he heard it is, great, there's no bass.
0: It's not complete.
1: Yeah, it's not complete. And then apparently, I trust Bob on this, is that Prince said, oh, okay, I'll, 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 I guess I'm not done with it. And Prince just said, <laughs> I'm going to work on it. He goes, here's the track. Yeah, and he didn't, he just touch, didn't, he touch, didn't it. touch it. I love it. And, then, and Albert
0: was fine with it, because he just wanted it to work. Put movie, it in, it sequenced did. it, got it all ready to go.
1: And it worked. Yeah. And Warner Brothers needed for a first single, and here, here here's you Prince. Go. Here you go. There's no bass. Oh, there isn't? He's <laughs> doing the same thing again. Oh, really? Huh. Oh, you think you think I did it by accident? Right, yeah, I know. So that was cool. And then what was really cool was when he was coming up when Dev's Cry crying, coming up with the lyrics, because he didn't have a voice recorder then or whatever. He didn't have to write on the internet or send it to yourself or have an assistant type it out for you. He called Apollonia Such a great and story. left her a voicemail singing the lyrics to "When dove's cry. Then Prince called her back and goes, Hey, I just left you lyrics to a song. I'm going to need that. Yeah, don't don't erase it. Don't erase I'll it. I'll be right over. <laughs> I'm going to need that. So what Apollonia did was, is what women do to this day, whether it's screen capping your messages or other stuff or Facebook stalking you, she brought out a recorder recorded him singing the doves Cry lyrics into it and like and then he thought that was the tape or whatever. She had another copy of it. So awesome. and to this day she still got it. Yeah. Hopefully she had someone transferred to see me. if not Apple. <laughs> Call me.
0: Uh you have a producer that can do that too, just saying. <laughs> <laughs> but I want Apple
1: to... Oh. Call me. Oh boy. Um <laughs> uh, <laughs> lipton iced tea. Oh
0: how's that tea? Yeah.
1: How's that tea, y'all? How's that tea anyway, So
0: But what I like, what's cool that I was really surprised because people were asking me, hey, was this recorded? And I said, no, it's not recorded. Mm. And it's the Academy. They're not going to do anything. Well, they were live streaming
1: it. Who knew? Mm. And they released it on their Facebook page. Usually they do record these things, but usually you have to be part of the Academy to see it. So that was crazy cool that they did that. Yeah. It
0: was really neat to have, I mean, there were several fans. The first, what was it? It seemed like the first 15, 10, 15 rows were all fans.
1: It was more so than that. Manuela did a really good job trying to make sure that the tickets landed into the fans. Yeah.
0: And thank you, Manuela, for all the work you did. We're going to talk about the, the Roxy uh, before that. But um, that theater was gorgeous. It was huge. It was way bigger than I thought it was going to be. And there were tons of fans. And it was great to see everyone out there. So nice to see people that I haven't seen in years. You right. know, and, and it was great because it watching the movie. I mean, the panel was amazing watching Mm -hmm. the movie with people that were into it, clapping along, you know, screaming as soon as it showed Prince's name in Purple Rain, the place went nuts. It was
1: so awesome. Ah, another cool thing that they were talking about was before uh, Bob Cavallo and Ruffalo, Mark Ruffalo, who was there as well, but wasn't on the panel and Fagnoli, who's no longer with us. And wasn't a long time ago. It was like Cavallo and Ruffalo. Um, they wanted to manage Prince. You know, the first album, Prince wasn't really happy with it. You know, Warners wasn't happy with the touring band they had. They played at the Capri in Minneapolis. Didn't go over too well with the executives. So Prince was uh, wanting new representation. He was playing in Orange County. 1979, before dirty mind, but he was still starting to wear the leg warmers, the leopard print briefs, and there was rumors going around. The, the that panty the guy, draws, the, 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 the what? Panty draws. The panty draws, they called them. <laughs> panty, the panty draws. draws. As D- Jerome called them. There was rumors around, that, I guess, in those times before the internet or whatever that this guy sometimes likes to perform naked. So they didn't know what they were going to get. So there's this intrigue. Is this guy really going to dance on stage naked? And then what they get is the leopard print panadryls <laughs> with the leg warmers that they were calling stockings, which is leg warmers, and a little bit of heel. I mean, then he kind of added a trench coat to it at a later date. And then Prince, in all seriousness, when he went Bob's stage, so what would you think of the show? And he made sure to wear that outfit on purpose and just standing around. <laughs> like Bob was nothing. was like, It was great. You know, you could wear a little bit more clothes. But he wasn't going to do it. So the thing was, is that they thought this guy was going to be huge. They didn't know to what level, but they really wanted to manage him. The thing is, is that Prince wanted Bob to move to Minneapolis. Uh, Bob ain't going to do that. So they decided to hire another cat named Stephen Fargnoli. And Fargnoli would be with Prince all the time. You know, during the Purple Rain uh, at the Oscars, that was Farnley walking ahead of him with Big Chick by his side and Wendy Lisa as well. Farnley was around for a lot of stuff, and it just talked about how um, Bob feels that they came to agreement on the Purple Rain movie script at Mort's Delicatessen, uh, Magnoli says it was Dupar's in Studio City, which I'm kind of glad that, yeah, because every time I drive by there, I go, hey, that's where Purple Rain, that's where the agreement was made for the script. I love Dupar's. And then like I just loved how they kind of like said that everyone in LA turned down the movie. And then Magnoli just did Reckless, was an editor. He read the script. Magnoli did. They wanted him to do it. They offered him $75,000. He turned him down. And then Bob was just like, you're a freaking editor. You don't have a pot to piss in, and you're turning this down? Like, screw you and the camel you rode in on. Not that he was Middle East or anything, just said that kind of expression just to be funny. Um, you're never going to amount to anything. You're not going to do this. You're not going to do that. And Magnoli was just like, uh. And then, like, he thought, thought it over, not because of that, but, like, look, he got inspired by hearing 1999 and the song. And then he's like, okay, what we need to do is just kind of change it, have a little bit more brightness than what the film is about. And I've read the original script. The original script of Purple Rain kind of starts out pretty dark. The original script of Purple Rain starts off with his father shooting himself in the head. That's how the movie is supposed to start off when it was originally entitled Dreams. So then... Albert wanted to meet Prince in person, fly to Minneapolis and see if we can get this agreement with my version of the script that I want. And Bob doesn't believe this. I kind of have a feeling Steve was like this is because there was so much pressure on Cavallo, Ruffalo, and Fagnoli. Like here it was, Prince's second album had I Want to Be Your Lover. It wasn't like major hit material. Dirty Mind was a critical success. Rolling Stone album of the year. Warner Brothers didn't like the album so much. In fact, Prince had a four-record deal, right? Right. Per, for you, Prince, Dirty Mind. That was going to be controversy. Warner Brothers offered his contract back after Dirty Mind. They did not like the album that much. They offered wow. it back. Like, you can keep the money. We don't want the deal with you anymore. Oh my Lord. But the critics got behind dirty mind with the very right. limited radio play that it got. Right,
0: It won. Didn't it win an award, a uh, rolling stone award, like critics choice award Home of the year.
1: Yeah. So here it is. They're kind of glad that they didn't end the record contract with him. He signs another like three or four album deal. Does controversy does 1999 in the middle of a uh, 83, Cavallo, Ruffalo, Fagnoli's contract with Prince is up. They figure 99 is a is a success due to MTV, and which we're going to get into that, by the way, still. Okay. Um, they figure that it's going to be a home run to get Prince to re-sign with them. So they kind of send Steve there. Steve's like, hey, man, you just want to sign the contract, blah, blah, blah. We're going to be your manager for another uh, five years here. Prince goes, I'll sign the contract but you need to get me a movie deal and not money made by drug dealers or anything else. It has to be a major motion picture company. So Cavallo and Ruffalo are expecting Steve. to Oh, we got him to sign. He's like, get this. (laughs) He wants a picture deal. So (laughs) they're trying, you know, they go to Jim Brown, who was working for Richard Pryor productions. And they're like, uh, we haven't really heard of Prince. And then kind of like the script, they didn't like how violent they were towards women. They didn't like it. It was rejected. Um, and he said, everyone in town rejected it. They finally got Albert on board after meeting with Prince and Prince told him his idea of the script. And Prince was kind of like, and Bob agreed with this, this time that Prince said, how is it? You only know me 10 minutes, but you told me my life story. Right. So apparently Prince is on with the script. So they go to, Motion picture companies trying to get Purple Rain off the ground, trying to get that money. Now, and they're talking about we need this movie to be authentic. We need Prince to be the star. We're gonna get him acting lessons, the crew lessons, we're gonna film this movie in Minneapolis of all places. Right. We're gonna do this. And now this is how it is: is that movie companies don't listen. They were like, well. You know, instead of seven million dollars, uh, we'll give you uh, five million dollars. <laughs> and uh, then he's like, "We need seven million. We need to make this movie authentic." I'm like, okay, uh, uh, well, how about you guys get John Travolta to play the the character of Prince, play the kid? And Magnolia is like, "Are you kidding me? We need this movie to be authentic. It's got to get Prince in it. Could you imagine John Travolta? Hey, Apollonia, babe, what's up?" Well, it's not kind of like how Morris was talking. <laughs> wow. Hold it, babe. That ain't Lake Minnetonka. Oh, Lord. Have mercy. So, you know. That's you, crazy. You have this stuff. And Jim Brown, going back to that, because they did revisit him. Mm-hmm. Jim Brown was kind of wanting to pass the movie, but he liked how he's like you're Cavallo, Ruffalo, Fagnoli, and Magnoli. <laughs> He thought they were all together, and it was all these Italian brothers sticking together. He's like, that's what us black people got to do. We got to stick, stick together. together. That's right. you know. Um, and still, Cavallo and, and Magnoli would fight a lot, even to this day. <laughs> they did. And then, like, they did. you like know, Magnoli was just like, well, and then like Farnoli would just say about Magnoli, like, hey, told you about these people that they think they can do whatever the heck they want. And, you know, Magnoli felt the same about Cavallo, <laughs> that they were trying to hold him back. But how Purple Rain came to be was amazing. Magnolia didn't really s- specify this time as much as he has how brilliant Prince was <laughs> on screen. We did kind of didn't even talk about Apollonia being in Lake Minnetonka. I know. How do we to get away with that? At, so some of these moderators. That's all right. But They're Magnolia was just kind of like trying to blow up his relationship with Prince and how he kind of helped more so with the Purple Rain soundtrack than people thought. Yeah. yeah.
0: The point that he made about basically knowing what he wanted the story to be when he watched him walk across the the lobby that was really powerful, pretty cool because he could see just in that when they first met before he met him actually. Um, I like the fact that they played the clips before they started the movie. They showed clips of the Academy Awards that night. That was pretty cool. That was neat. And they showed you know kind of this news broadcast the the runway. Oh, here he comes. Is he is he going to stop? And it was pretty cool to see the The clips of that from when they entered with Wendy and Lisa, and then they showed him winning the award. That was pretty cool. Very cool. Yeah.
1: Now, sorry to put this on you, we got some breaking news coming in right now. All right. What you got? We Doc? got a official confirmation to lineup for the October thirteenth Paisley part. Uh, excuse me, October thirteenth, okay. the tribute Prince tribute concert
0: at U.S. Bank um, Stadium.
1: This is what we're hearing. This has uh, been confirmed by the Minnesota State Arts Board. Um, on Tuesday kind of surprised by the names on here. And I think you mentioned this before yeah. we're hearing it'll feature members of the iconic Prince family, including more stay in the time. Sheila E the revolution and new power generation featuring prominent pop stars of today on guest vocals. That's what we have right now that they're confirming. Uh, that's what the current is saying that this is confirmed. We are gonna have more info on this, talking about it next week. Um, going into that. What do you think of that lineup? Chris?
0: I think it's great. I'd be interested to see what today's uh, singers are going to be. You know, if they're going to just be, is the NPG going to be the backing band for, you know.
1: Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars. John Mayer. All the people that you said. That they should have. We'll see. And now can't have with the Grammy one, so it has to be this one. Right. Um, But uh, that's some certain good news that this is it. I'm not seeing, and let me look again for you guys. I don't think I'm seeing any ticket information here. Let me make sure that I am not wrong on this. And while you're looking, can I
0: talk about uh just capping the 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 uh the celebration of the the movie mm-hmm. after the movie when everyone was let out in the lobby. The photographer princess photographer from what was it 2004 to 2008 around that right. area or maybe even later. They, Afshin had a bunch of photographs up, framed photographs. Most of them never seen the light of day before in public. Yeah,
1: there were some cool ones before the Oscars.
0: Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So everyone was milling around and he was there taking pictures. There was some really great stuff. I mean, ugh. And it was, you couldn't take pictures of them, of course. So it was pretty, yeah. uh, It's one of those times where you wish you had a camera, you can't take pictures. Kind of like being at Paisley Park, right?
1: That's how it's, hopefully it'll be at the tours.
0: Yeah, I hope they don't just, well, they said there's going to be uh, some, some photo opportunities in, you know, probably sitting on the bike if you're a VIP tour ticket holder, something like that, but I hope you don't get to just take pictures everywhere in Paisley Park. Keep it, keep the mystique. Anyway, but I wanted to wrap up. I wanted to wrap up the celebration. Uh, We still want to talk about the Roxy a little bit too, but I want you to make sure that you, you get what you're looking for too.
1: The Roxy, they did something for the fans. There had to be really last minute. I'm hip on a Saturday. They're not wanting to make an announcement till less than 24 hours before it's supposed to happen. I'm like, only Prince can do this, you know. <laughs> you, like it's a weekday. You're talking about like in the afternoon. Yeah. I'm like,
0: oh, well, everyone is already uh, getting off yeah. early for work to go to the Purple Rain panel discussion. And now they have this. It's hard. It's hard to get off four hours earlier so you can go to the Roxy to go see the uh, the fan tribute. And I understand there were only about thirty people actually there. It uh-huh. wasn't a lot of people.
1: She was okay with it.
0: But the people that did go, um. Well, it was okay with- it was very, it was very emotional, and it was done really well. From what they I loved it, uh,
1: the memorial video, kind of edited out, that was played at the L.A. memorial for Prince was played for the fans to see, and there was flowers around. Manuela spoke before and after the video. Uh, they were trying to get Rashida to to do some stuff for it, like a little playlist. Mm-hmm. She was in the middle of moving. Sorry to put that out. So DJ <laughs> Dudley D stepped up and did it. Ah, uh, so that was really cool. That's cool. You know, like lots of tears. People thought it was beautiful. That's all it was. We're, there are some special surprises there, but I'm not... I can't confirm it. I had prior obligations, and I don't think I could have been to both. The emotional thing of the Purple Rain and that. Done both. i got to get this in just because the Video Music Awards on Sunday, it wasn't the worst ones. And like I said, the, BMA is the not BMAs, not the BMAs, the, the BMAs, Music BMAs, Awards. Yeah. I mean... Ariana Grande originally was gonna be was wearing a leopard like a that outfit that I kind of like what Nikki was wearing, and I kind of want to see her tying a little booty in, and I didn't get to see it. Um, then you had it was all over the place. Like people that were in the audience didn't know what the heck was going on because they first kicked it off with Key and Peele doing a segment live. <laughs> but it wasn't broadcast through the arena. It was only on TV and it was like a two or three minute segment and only we're seeing it in the, in there. Oh really? Listening it, there there's booze behind them. What's interesting is they were like making fun of MTV. video. Basically. You, yeah. And then what's happened was, Charlemagne the God while interviewing Ariana Grande on the pre-show, Ariana Grande, who last year had a pretty big scandal for licking some donuts and talking about how Americans are so fat. And that's why I hate Americans. Um, Charming the God kicks off the interview with Ariana Grande. We have some food here. Don't be licking no pastries or anything. Ooh, cold. Um, Sip my tea. So there's breath. Ariana with that, and then Ariana is no longer with. Uh, oh my God, I can't forget his name. How can I forget his name right now? Oh my God! i just
0: it's okay. You're Doctor Funk, not Doctor Pop.
1: Well, you don't have I to know that. Know that. Ariana Grande was talking about cuz she's now with Mac Miller. Right. And uh, he brought up that relationship and she didn't confirm or deny that she's with him. Just throwing me in the guy I was trying to get news. She's like, "Okay, cool. Cool." Like, look, she he just threw shade at her <laughs> for the Donut thing. And who she was with before was Big Sean. And I'm heard that Big Sean isn't just called Big Sean for his rapping skills, by the way. Uh, Alrighty then. He makes the game, who has game and uh, has eggplants in his pants apparently, look like it's a Captain Crunch piece, from what I'm told. Uh, and let's keep in mind how small Ariana Grande is. So that was kind of weird, but that's where they <laughs> were going. That's where whole Key and Peele's thing was with the whole uh, MTV VJs. kind of like Charlamagne the God and them, how they're not kind of like very professional about stuff and worried about oh yeah that's a tweet right there that's a tweet right there then you had DJ Khalid hashtag TTT that's, T-T-T. A, tweet. T-T-T. that's, that's a, tweet. a tweet that's the tweet that's a tweet then you had DJ Khalid yeah you know major key he's there at least his microphone was on because they went to Jay Farrow in the audience and Farrow's mic wasn't on
0: in the, Farrow, so he was in the cheap seats poor guy you
1: <laughs> had five minutes of dead air in the audience the crowd was wondering oh. what the heck's going on we're seeing it at home and it's not going over well yeah. then you have DJ Khalid and you bring out Puff Daddy and Puff Daddy's talking about himself from 20 years ago, the bad boy tour, blah, blah, blah. And then you just have booty after booty, after booty, after booty. And then people were hitting me up. And I like some of the performances, not all of them. And you had Nikki and Ariana kick it off. And the theme of the night was workout clothes and showing off the booty. Um, Exercise the bikes. Absolutely. I I Exercise bikes are the new... Uh, Male genitalia. Let's anyway, get new physical. New physical. And <laughs> they're bringing it back. <laughs> so you had all that go on. Kanye talking about for four minutes and talking about Ray J and his wife's sex tape and then Amber Rose and Taylor Swift and then going on about how like twenty two people were were murdered in Chicago two weeks ago. Then he went back to Taylor Swift. I'm like, uh and then he played that video. Because the only time you can see videos on MTV now is during the Video Music Awards where Kanye debuts his new music video. And that... Ironic. That l- girl in that video that he yeah put she got out,
0: she got a lot of heat, huh? She's... Oof. People are talking about her.
1: Good Yeah, heat. but what was up with the freaking cat face at the end? um Kind of lost me there, dog. Ask Kanye. <laughs> um Just... I see what you did there. Kind of liked everything. <laughs> but... uh.
0: So what about no tribute to David Bowie or Prince?
1: And the model for the Kanye West video was Tiana Taylor, by the way. Yes. Yeah. People were asking me all week if there was going to be a Prince tribute. And I said, I kind of hope not, but at least play his videos, have some sort of acknowledgement because the Just first t- black artist, the same day as mm-hmm. Michael Jackson get to get it, was Prince with Little Red Corvette. And, Purple Rain, MTV played a a success, played a part in Purple Rain's success. Absolutely. However, Purple Rain played a part in MTV's success because it was a major video being played here. And then you had this like, wait, if you have MTV, you can see videos like that Purple Rain movie all the time. I'm just curious. I don't know if it can be done. But can we check in the summer of 84 between June and beginning of September? How many new subscribers there were to cable that people wanted their MTV? I'm sure it was quite a ton. Yep. So, because Prince's success played into MTV's success, you know, major milestone. David Bowie as well, because David Bowie was one of the artists to get played on MTV and spoke up for black artists not being played. And, you know, Mark Goodman kind of said the famous quote is Middle America doesn't really want to see it on their screens. So it isn't an L.A. or New York thing. And Bowie was like, oh, I see how it is. And then MTV's hand was forced. So Bowie kind of could have taken a hit by not having his videos played on MTV, used his voice, and black Arts were played on MTV. Bowie played a huge part in it. He was nominated for several awards this year posthumously. He also was still making videos that got played on MTV in the 90s with I'm Afraid of Americans because of Trent Reznor directing – and also producing the tracks for the Bully record. Um, It's a pretty sad travesty that MTV didn't acknowledge either artist. Let's be real here. MTV mentioned Nirvana one time in their award show. The oldest act they had there was Mary J. Blige to introduce Rihanna after she performed for the fourth time. Yeah, that
0: was kind of weird too.
1: I mean, I think Kanye, when he gets that award, is going to be like, he wants to do the entire award show and no one else performs. So you're, you're kind of starting some stuff here. Um, I didn't know that Rihanna's videos were that groundbreaking. Um, didn't surprise me that Drake came out in a tux to give the award to her, and then he couldn't, you know... Because Drake lo- loves him some girls. There's just something about Rihanna and him, and then instead of just trying to give Rihanna, like, the award... She's trying to go for the. He was trying to go for the kiss, and you get to see Rihanna. If you mess a up my <laughs> makeup, I'm kicking your ass. So, um, it was just a travesty. Not the award show in itself.
0: Yeah, but, just um, overall, the whole thing it was just yeah. kind of.
1: And speaking of Rihanna, uh, usually when Drake gets in the mix with Rihanna either Chris Brown gets back in the mix or does something violent.
0: Oh uh, yeah. And, uh, that came out today
1: that happened where a uh, Chris in his own house threatened a girl with a gun over some jewelry and she called the cops and Chris was seen throwing a duffel bag outside the window that carried contained two guns and drugs. uh, what happened in the '80s where pop stars and music stars had their crew that told you flush the drugs down the toilet? <laughs> yeah, like,
0: <laughs> didn't you see New Jack City? I, I mean, mean, come on, come someone's on! Someone's
1: got a hip on man.
0: So. Jeez, yeah, uh, felony, felony gun charge, by the way. So this is not a; they're not going to take this lightly. That's that's a that's bad. So we'll see what happens with that. Oof.
1: I just. Chris Brown man Well
0: you've been saying it for For weeks It's like come on Chris Brown This is your chance to. He could He could be on top of Music world
1: I'm not so sure About that anymore Now this is weapons Charge Drug possession charge With all the other things That yeah. he has going on
0: Felony assault With a deadly weapon You're
1: making Bieber Look like the angel here <laughs> like, That's all I gotta say And that's kind of Hard to do Yeah Oh well <sighs> On that note y'all We got you covered Like a blanket on everything As usual uh, we'll be talking more about this tribute concert that just hit. Yep. We'll be so. talking about
0: the revolution shows. I'll be out there. I'll be, uh, I'll be recording and interviewing fans. Uh-huh. So hopefully I'll run into some of you guys and we can get some uh, comments on next week's show about these reunion shows and, and what it means to you.
1: Look for Chris. <laughs> Producer oh.
0: Chris on the street. Oh gosh. We'll, we'll Here be we go. we doing
1: that. Well, Chris will send me a photo Friday of what he's wearing, and I'll put it out there, and you guys look for him and bug him. Oh, God. I you know. And, and don't do I'm, the – he does not have the microphone in his pants, so don't do the mic check over there, okay? All
0: right. Shh. Don't blow my cover, man. Come on.
1: Good Lord.
0: I'll be the one in the uh, – Make plant city. <laughs> I'll, be the, I'll be the one in the panty drawers. Oh,
1: no. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe at your own private hotel room. Then again, oh, maybe
0: Lord. not. Lord.
1: All right. I am like, not going to be there. Look for Chris – I'm not playing a game. I do not plan on being there, you guys. I just, just not in that mindset. But I love you guys. Thank you guys so much for supporting us. Thank you for listening. Much love. Keep it funky. Till next time. Uh.